Blog Talk Radio. Victory here on Hot Words Lyrical Theater. And according to Rain.org, one out of every six American women has been the victim of an attempted or completed rape. About 3% of American men, or one in 33, have experienced an attempted or completed rape in their life. And this is Gigi, the storyteller, and for sure. I have many stories to tell. I'm grateful that I personally don't have any experience with this, but the information is out there. It's like, have you ever seen a television program telling you a truth? Like I've seen uh, some like in 2011, 2012, and there was storylines with a woman. She's in the military. And she gets raped, and nothing is really doing done. Done, it's being pushed under the rug. The higher ups they know all about these incidents, but they know about these crimes against women. However, these crimes are just silenced. And it's funny how they talk about this stuff in television, and then today uh, on Hot Words Hot Topics, we have a wonderful guest today she's actually in georgia and this is her debut book and to come out with something so deep something uh so emotional and something that you know military the brass they don't want to talk about this and i've done a little research and it seems like it hasn't gotten any better so terry t mack T. Mac, welcome to Hot Words Hot Topics. Hello. Greetings, greetings. Um, I came across your book because of Siobhan. 
Jackson, and, and it's funny because she, when she first started out as a poet, and um, she was on our other show that we do with Hot Words Lyrical Theater, and fast forward, she is doing publishing, and she published your book. So can you let our listeners know, how did it get started for you? When did you decide to write this book? And is it fictional? Some people are asking me, uh, is this real life story or this book? The um, Soldier Who Cried Inside. The, the book, I actually would, would uh, I used to be into journaling and wanting to write a uh, period, but it was something that I probably suppressed inside of myself through the depression and PTSD, so uh, I had been asked to kind of share my personal story, but due to fear of retaliation or um, anything happening, what I decided to do was to mix my story up within the characters as well as add other stories from other vets that I spoke with about their incidents, but my entire story is inside of the book. Okay, Rob, um, does that answer your question? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and um, I, I was curious to know because as an author, too, sometimes, you know, we put our real-life experiences or, you know, we try to say words that maybe we can't say through different characters. And so I'm curious about your writing um, process. Are you someone who uses an outline, because I know you mentioned um, that you were journaling, but uh, during the publishing process, how did all your journals and everything come together? Did you outline? Did you have an editor? How did that work for you? So Siobhan was my publisher, and she helped me edit everything. What I did was I took um, my story and Due to the PTSD, let me say that it's sometimes hard to stay focused on um, completing the task. So um, with that, Siobhan was able to allow me to record everything I needed to say to her. And she was able to put my entire book together for me to um, make it what it is today. Um, me and Siobhan met in Michigan um, which is where we both grew up at, and we met each other again in Atlanta, Georgia, which is where I reside now, and um, I'm more than happy um, that she was able to take me under her wing and help me throughout this process. What made me go ahead and decide to write the actual book and tell my story was I've had to go through 12 years of therapy, and... Um, finally, I got to a point of peace where I was able to t wanted to tell everything. And during COVID, we got that shutdown where everybody was able to kind of sit down and do some things. So another friend of mine uh, in Michigan decided to host a book writing course on Facebook. I got on that course and just to pass some time. And I decided to go ahead and write my book. I reached out to Siobhan, and now I got my book. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and that goes to show, like, um, you know, the world's been impacted by, by COVID, but it sounds like, you know, this is a one of those, you know, personal projects that you were excited uh, to you know, to get out and to be able to um, accomplish. Can you talk to us a little bit about the, the title? The Soldier Who Cried Inside, um, I, I came up with the name because that's how I felt I was doing what I felt I was doing all these years, was crying inside and not able to say how I felt about what happened to me in the military to anybody because uh, nobody would understand. Um, it's a whole different process in the military as far as, you can't go report somebody and expect something to happen because they have their own judicial system. Even when you commit a crime off base, um, you're still subject to a separate judicial system in the military. 
So there's nobody to really report this stuff to, but it was something that I carried around for a long time, and I felt like I was crying on the inside. Mm-hmm. This is my heart and soul. I think that's extremely powerful, that um, title, you know, and especially just a soldier who cried inside because when you think of a soldier, you think of someone that's, you know, always strong and, you know, just really tough, but you had a situation that you had to go through and grow through, and you birthed the book um, through it. So I just want to congratulate you on, you know, facing your traumas, going through the process of healing, and then producing something that other people can learn something from and grow from and relate to. Thank you so much. Yes, and I, I want to let the author storyteller go ahead. Oh, I just want to let the listeners know that they can find uh, Miss T Mac, the author, at authortmac.com. Just letting them know, and that's T E E, authortmac.com. Okay, and also the book is found on Amazon as well, so you can get it on Kindle or you know get the book. You know, we here at Hot Words, we always encourage getting the book, and I love the fact that not just your story because of, you know, the politics of it all, but you are also, it's a conglomerate of other people's stories in this one book. So I see it as uh, healing for you and then healing for others who have gone through something like this, um, the trauma of something deep like this, and I found it interesting that it was a lot of men also being uh, sexually assaulted in the military, and I do know what what you see on television, it's actually kind of what's going on, and it's crazy. When I first saw it, like back in like 2012, 2013, it kind of, uh, the information was getting more out there about what was coming on, more uh, people were, uh, you know, letting others know what was going on. But even though it, it really totally scared me because when you're in the military, and, and my son was in the military, and, you know, it's, supposed to be this comrade thing, this, you know, you know, all this, but when one of your comrades come and tell you, look, they did it, you know, as the leader, the father, whatever, it's like, what? You did what? You you cannot do this, and they should be uh, punished, but it's, I don't know, it's kind of like insanity. I don't quite get how they wash it under the rug and then it's like okay so are they that much into politics to where they don't want people to know but the thing is we do know we and that's the scary part we do know you know my niece my great niece went into the military like two years ago and I went through a lot of uh, anxieties because of this information that I know about military sexual trauma, sexual abuse, rape, you know. And when I found out she was going to the military, she was already in boot camp, and I just cried. I mean, anxieties were on high because of what could happen. So I turned around. I was like, look, I don't want to bring that to her space. So I had to, like, talk to myself so I can – um, you know, pray and do some affirmation that she will be okay, that she's okay, and she's okay, y'all, she's okay. But it's like trauma all the way around. Uh, Ross, what do you think? Because the men, yeah. they're, they're being um, sexually assaulted as well. And aren't you from the military family, or were you in the military? One of those. Um, I wasn't in the military, but my dad was in the military. And I think it's one of those things where maybe it's, um, unfortunately a toxic culture, you know, either people doing things and having no accountability, people doing things, turning a blind eye, 
or evil, you know, or actually just, you know, evil um, and being uh, predatory, and that's just what you seek um, to do. And it's unfortunate because I was wondering what type of policies and different things and, and reporting do they have, but it sounds like from um, – I, maybe I have to read the book to to learn more about how that works, but I have no idea how the reporting goes and if um, there's investigations. And uh, But you said, you know, they kind of turned a blind eye, but it's very unfortunate because I've heard about uh, abuse and uh, hazing to, you know, back when my dad was in the military, hazing, hitting people with uh, soap bars and towels and stuff like it was just a normal kind of rites of passage type of thing and it's unfortunate because it's causing PTSD and a lot of people are suffering absolutely um T this is Gigi I also want to ask you uh I know this is your debut book and it just came out thus far have you gotten any backlash over the content of it no, not yet, not at all, and I hope not to. I'm hoping to be able to reach an a, a, a audience of people who may be suffering and that they can see that there is some ways that we can still live a healthy and happy life while still suffering through PTSD and MST. Right. And it's deep because trauma in so many different areas, and it's crazy because outside of something like this happening, we're we're already going through life and already going through, you know, other other things. But I want to ask you, what was your your main source? What what really has gotten you through this? Because it seems like you're on a healing path. So, what was what was your defining moment that you wanted to heal from this and not be a victim? Um, I think about what started the therapy was maybe 12 years ago. Um, used to do real estate and was very successful as a realtor, but I felt like I was stressed or on edge, um, anxious all the time, scared to go around people, and the feelings kind of just came out of nowhere. Um, At first, I thought I was thinking, trying to brush it away, like maybe I'm just tired or overworking myself. But my kids were also becoming young adults where I was going to have to be by myself. So I realized I didn't have that um, where you, as a parent, we feel like we always have to, we put our kids first and we take care of them. So now that everybody was growing up and leaving the house, I was going to be there by myself and have to look at myself. And that's what kind of made me decide to go take a real look at myself, to heal myself, to start a journey of taking care of myself better versus letting everything beat me and go backwards and feel like I was losing my mind. I I was determined to not lose my mind behind what happened. Powerful. Ashe, Ashe, very powerful. Yes, indeed. Yes. We're going to take like a short break, a little intro here, and we will be right back.
She was a diamond, and it was rough. She couldn't understand the transformation until she saw her wings. Yes, y'all, and hot we words, are back topic. here. Hot words, <laughs> hot topic Tuesday. We here with author T Mac. This is Mahogany Soul. I got Ross Sidri on the line with me, as well as Gigi, the storyteller. And we were just here discussing the soldier who cried inside with author T Mac. This is her debut book, speaking on some very important topics, really uh, presenting a space for others to tap into that healing. And we really appreciate you, Miss T Mac. I also want to, excuse me, I also want to let the listeners know they can find her at authortmac.com, and that's authortemac.com. And while we get ready to close, um, is there anything that you want to say in closing, T-Mac? Thank you so much for having me on the show and allowing me the platform to talk about my book and to kind of get my story out there, and hopefully we can help others and make us as a society realize that it's okay to seek help. Um, mental health illness is real. Absolutely. Yes, it is. You know, coming in today and sharing your story and yeah, having the courage to bring light on this issue. And, you know, you never know who's listening and who you can reach. So thanks for um, coming on today. Thank you guys for having me. Okay, all right. This is Gigi, the storyteller, and you can hang on, P, if you would like, because we're going to downshift into this listening thing. You know, some people think they know how to listen, and some people do not know how to listen, and it's amazing when you take this test. I myself took the test mm, several years ago when I was, uh, at LA Trade Tech, and I uh, graduated in marketing and public relations. And my professor had all of us taking this test, and I come to find out that phew, I was a terrible listener. It was awful. And um, I know the story behind that, but I'm not going to tell you that. <laughs> but I became a terrible <laughs> listener, and I took the oh my goodness, this is the story. This is what happened since I am Gigi the storyteller. This is a hot topic. Um, when I was like 26, you know, I was very bored and I was, um, you know, anticipating some things about myself to fast forward, <laughs> I came out, right? So during that time, I was just hanging out with my uh, my niece and her husband and my other nephew and his wife, and they were young. They were like 18, right? So here I am, 26, hanging around with 18, 19-year-olds. And they would be talking, 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 and I'm trying to get in there to talk, and they're 18. They don't get the principles of how to be a good listener. But what I realized with my Pisces self was I wasn't getting in there. It wasn't even like double dutch. It wasn't like anything. So from that moment, and when I learned terrible listening skills from little 18, 17, 18, 19-year-olds, yeah, so from 26 to, how old was I? I don't know, in my 30s, I was a terrible listener until I took this test, and it's on mindtools.com. I will give our listeners like a few minutes to get over there, M-I-N-D-T-O-O-L-S.com. If you can get over there in your own device, they have about, 14 uh, questions that you asked. Uh, Ross, Victory, and Mahogany, so you guys let me know if you're on that website. And um, I don't know if T is interested in, in taking this listening test with us or not. Or you just want to yeah, listen I'm to the host take this test. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested. <laughs> yeah, it is oh, yeah, interesting. I took it um, before we started, and okay. I got 50, yeah, 50. 50, so where did that put you? So you have good listening skills, so that's the highest one, the, the 50 oh. through the 
70, so it's right at the it's right at the border of the highest and um, the middle one. So they have 14 okay. through 29 is the lowest, 30 through 49 is middle, 50 through 70 mm-hmm. is the high one, and I got 50. Okay, so that's what's up. That's why you are <laughs> my, what is that, when you need a pinch hitter? Yeah, when it comes to hosting on Hot Words, whatever show we do, whether it's with Creatives, with Hot Words Lyrical Theater, which we put that on pause to bring back the Hot Words Hot Topics because it's a lot going on with us as human beings. It's a lot going on with us as being creative and with the coronavirus and with uh, with the goodness that's coming out. You know, people are pushing out books and, and records and all kind of things, so it's a good thing. Ross, since you took the, the pre-test, which is great, and I've already taken the test, so I want to tell you, buddy, I got 50 with it. So if got, uh, Mahogany, go ahead. You got 52? Yes, I did, because I realize, you know, at times I can't talk a lot, but it depends on what it is, but when... <clears throat> Someone's talking to me, I, I'm, I'm listening to them, and I'm not trying to come up with an answer. I used to be like that. I used, oh, my God, I used to be terrible. But, yeah, I scored 50. I was surprised. I thought I would get, like, one below that, but, it was, yeah. Oh, yeah. See? So I mean, it takes – usually people who've been through some things can um, – can can listen, you know, and it looks like it has it um, split into three sections, preparing to listen, active listening, and then empathic listening. So my empathic listening was the highest. The lowest um, was the preparing to listen. So I don't know if you saw that they have three different categories at the bottom. But I think it's right. very, uh, you know, good information. I used to be a teacher at some point, and, you know, dealing with students, you kind of have to, especially high risk and students with needs and stuff, you have to really be <laughs> um, on top of, you know, their their um, their plans and everything. Of course. And you must listen because... And, you know, people, when they're talking or communicating, and I tell people all the time, especially when you come and um, take a mic with hot words, I say you have to listen. You have to listen to the person speaking so you know when and how to flow with it, you know. So, Mahogany, so did you take the test? Yes, I did take the test and I scored fifty-two. You a host? Five two. Fifty-two. <laughs> no lies. No lies. What? Yeah, I got fifty-two. Five two. You got fifty-two. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Uh, okay. Well, you are because and sometimes you go beyond the listening because sometimes you should say, Miss Gigi, I have to go. She will listen to me And she's so good with it I keep talking And then I realize wait a minute She's just very polite Shut up Gigi (laughs) And then I go okay see you later bye (laughs) For real (laughs) See she's laughing because she knows It's the truth It's the absolute truth Yeah yeah, it was it was pretty okay. So, uh, T, are you ready? Yes. Okay, Ross, uh, would you go back to uh, mindtools.com and ask her the question so she can calculate and she can let us know what happened. And uh, what I'll probably okay. do is take, like, a little intro break till Ross get on that page. How about that? Here we go.
Okay. MindTools.com. You ready? Mind Be ready. MindTools.com. Yes. T, you ready? Yeah. Okay, so they have it um, categorized as the answers not at all, rarely, sometimes, often, and very often. Okay. okay. So to be more productive, you respond to emails and instant messages while speaking on the phone to people. Not at all, rarely, sometimes, okay, always, very often. Okay. You repeat points back during a conversation to clarify understanding of what the other person is saying. Not at all, rarely, sometimes, often, very often. Often. When people speak to you about sensitive subjects, you make an effort to put them at ease. Not at all, rarely, sometimes, often, very often. Sometimes. You feel uncomfortable with silence during conversations. Not at all, rarely, sometimes, often, very often. Very often. (laughs) As you listen, you compare the other person's point of view with your own. Not at all, rarely, sometimes, often, very often. Often. To get people to elaborate on their point, you ask open questions. Not at all, rarely, sometimes, often, very often. Sometimes. When someone is speaking to you, you nod and say things like, okay, uh uh-huh, not at all, rarely, sometimes, often, very often. Often. You play devil's advocate to prompt responses from the other person. Not at all, rarely, sometimes, often, very often. Sometimes. You catch yourself asking leading questions to encourage the other person to agree with you. Not at all, rarely, sometimes, often, very often. Sometimes. Interrupt people. Not at all, rarely, sometimes, often, very often. (laughs) Often. It's okay. When people (laughs) speak to you, You stay completely still so that you don't distract them. Not at all, rarely, sometimes, often, very often. Rarely. Okay, we've got two more. You try to read the other person's body language as you listen. Not at all, rarely, sometimes, often, very often. Often. Okay. If the other person is struggling to explain something, you jump in with suggestions. Not at all, rarely, sometimes, often, very often. Rarely. Okay, last one. If you're busy, you let others talk as long as they're quick. Sometimes. Okay, that's the last one. And your score is 41. And 41. I'm not a <laughs> So 41, the interpretation says your listening skills are okay, but there's room for improvement. Use the tools below and pay special attention to empathic listening. I think I was always one of those people that listen to respond. Instead of listening to listen, so I'm learning to listen to listen. (laughs) Yeah, there's always, I mean, 
all of us the perfect score is 70 so all of us have um some some room for improvement but thank you so much for participating and uh taking that test no problem oh that was great and again t mac with her book that's out on amazon you guys go get that book and read so many stories about military sexual trauma, the soldier who cried inside, MST, Amazon. Yeah, the listening is extremely important. And uh, this is Gigi, the storyteller. Okay, um, Ralph is going to tip out right now. That's great. We're going to wind it off. We have the secret topic in a minute, and um, I wanted to bring Are You a Good Listener to uh, Hot Words, Hot Topic, because it's important, and I'm glad that T was on and she was willing to take the test, and um, it's something that we have to uh, come to terms with ourselves so we can work on it, and that's the important thing, so now we have things to work on, even though... I know I scored 50-something or ish or whatever, but we can always improve. And then sometimes I'll go, I'll, I'll go in and I will imitate a, a terrible listener, and then I'll come to myself. I'm like, did you realize what you just did? And then I'm a corrector, which is great. So I will correct it, and I truly invite everyone to do the same, especially when it comes to listening. What I have found is some people, they do not want you to answer. They don't want an answer. They just want to talk and tell you about some things, and they want you to listen. And that's what helped me as um, I am a guider. I would, I don't like, I give counsel to people and that's how I learned to be a good listener. They they don't want me to solve their problem, and I used to be that person too. You know, I want to help. I want to be da 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 da. You know, Captain Savaho. <laughs> you know, and uh, yeah, I was actually called that once upon a time. Mahogany soul. What have you been yes, into? Yes. Two minute hot topic. What's hot with you, young lady? What's hot? <laughs> well, I've been in the studio working on a project. I'm actually working on a um, collaboration project with the artist that goes by the name of Veda Black. He's been to, you know, the um, open mics that we've had. So I'm working on that. I'm writing for some, you know, individual things. So things are coming together. And, uh, yeah, so stay tuned for some new things coming soon, y'all. I like that. And what about the uh, Georgia stuff and out there that's ongoing or do I have to make a phone well, call? <laughs> well, you know what? Um, I was told to reach out after the holiday of, you know, 4th of July, which I did. And um, I was told somebody else would be reaching out to me, but I haven't heard anything. Okay. So we're going to reach back, you know, reach back. Hot topic. <laughs> yeah. You know, Yes, reach back. Today is, what, the 27th? The 4th was a while ago. Yeah, I would have been reached back, you know. Lesson, that's a lesson, that's a lesson right there. Yes, it is. (laughs) Right, when we are professional, we are doing business, you know, it has to, it has to be like this, you know. Ross, he's working like a thousand jobs, so he tapped in for a little bit because he was very much interested in uh, the book, The Soldier Who Cried Inside, because especially here on Hot Words, no matter what show we're doing, even if we're doing the entertainment shows, we still always, always the subject, the content comes up is depression anxieties always because we have poets that come on the show and that's a lot of what they talk about right right and these are just real life things that affect us all you know we all are human we all 
have some type of trauma that you have to, you know, work through in this life. It, it varies on the scale, you know, but we all have something we got to work through. And to quote a very uh, uh, talented lady, most definitely. <laughs> most definitely. Most definitely. Did it surprise you that I played your song on here? It didn't surprise me when I heard it. Of course, I knew it was my song, but I'm like, look at DJ. She always showing love. <laughs> we have to. We have to. It's like Tuesday, and um, we covered a very heavy, heavy topic, and um, it's really – I want people to buy this book because – even if you're not in the military, there's a lot of people, not just women, because men are up there too. They go through that trauma of, of rape and um, uh, being um, assaulted, you know, and people who are supposed to look out for us and they don't. And it's like you have to prove it. And that's one thing, I mean, this this the thing, like, remember those shows on SUV, the ones with the rapes and whatever? I used to watch it because I'm very much into how the law works, right? So I used to watch it, but then I'm watching it, and the woman is on, you know, sitting before everyone, and she has to... Tell everybody what happened and how it happened, and, and he did this, and and something just snapped in me about five years ago. I said, "Wait a minute, dummy! You're you know you're you're watching it. This now this is misogynistic. You know this crap to where the woman is already traumatized, already been raped, and then before." Everybody in court, they have nothing to do with it, and then she has to retell the story. And that's something that I could not understand about that, the law process. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking if the regular law is, is like that, I, I would imagine that the military is just stone-faced because the thing is they don't never – even to this day, this is my opinion here on Hot Words, Hot Topics. I don't think they want women in the military no way. So this is what I'm thinking. So I'm just going to put it out there. And um, if anybody wants to uh, tap in, uh, please call the number 563-999-3742 and then press 1 if you want to join the conversation. But I'm thinking that, number one, since they don't want women in the military anyway, you think they really do? No, they just do it. So when a woman shows her vulnerability, so to speak, of being raped, they feel uncomfortable with that instead of, you know, going after the person who did this and, you know, so he can be in jail and not just, a slap on the wrist or just getting transferred to another base so he can do it again. You know, the same crap they do with the Catholics, you know, when they molest a child. It's like, I don't know what's wrong with the Western uh, law. It's like they don't care too much when a child is molested, raped or whatever, or a woman or even a man. It's like they don't just don't really care. Uh, if you want to join in on the conversation, Call 563-999-3742. This is Gigi, the storyteller, and I got a lot of stories to tell. We're going to tell one more, then we're going to be out of here. I'm going to hit this track. Press 1 if you want to come in, and when we come back from the the track, and then I will bring you on mine. You got a seat here on Hot Words, Hot Topics. Your skin. I can smell your scent 
It feels good to be close to you when I'm holding you, girl. You haven't said, pretty lady, pretty lady. I'ma take my time and do that yanni right. I know I shouldn't be eating forbidden fruit, but damn, I need a bite of your page. Eat, do you hear me? Can't get enough of your weed, my drug. me up at how can something so wrong feel right? Need another dose, cause I've been craving you all night. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. And now you got me having withdrawals, withdrawals. Leave me down, with the bed like tsunami. Hand me that Mars sings, you know. He's a young man doing his thing, and he's young. And it seems like when I was looking up this stuff about uh, the military sexual trauma, most of the uh, person who was being the perpetrator, they were mostly young folk, you know, doing his thing. And I'm thinking they're probably thinking that they can get away with it, you know, because obviously because statistics have shown that, it grows every year. It's like 1% more and 3% more in the mil- in the Army. And then the Navy went down just a touch. And, and that's really some scary because you're on the ship with these men. And if they're not respecting, this is the thing that really pisses me off. They're not respecting you as a freaking soldier. That's what pisses me off, Mahogany. What do you think? I agree with you. I mean, we live in this world where people, we, okay, like the race factor, we know that's a factor. We know even, you know, being a woman, and then when you go into something like the Army where it's predominantly men, aside from not only being a woman but then being a black woman, I think that there's um, a lot of, you know, different things that they face, you know, some even facing death because I have heard of stories. I can't remember her name, but she did get, um, you know, a little publicity. She was a black lady, and she was killed in the army, or the Marines, or something like that. I don't want to uh, mis misquote it, but uh, the point is that it, this, there's been a history of this happening. And um, I really want to thank again, author T. Mac, for coming and shedding some more light on this. Even though, like you said, there's numerous movies and books and things like that to account for it, but when you have a real person in real time speaking their truth about a situation that has happened that has affected numerous women in this reality, then it really comes home for people and they really see that this is something that happens and it's not just a myth, you know. And um, for the women that's going into or wanting to go into positions like that, really fighting to make these changes so they feel safe going into these roles if that's something that they truly want to do because, you know, hearing stories like this and things like that, that can definitely deter somebody from going into a field, you know, like that, if they feel that this is going to be the result that's given to them. Exactly, especially when you're not being protected, right? Okay, this is Hot Words, Hot Topic on Tuesday, every Tuesday, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. If you want to hit the button and join this conversation, we have about 10 minutes, 10 minutes left. If you have something to say, hit the the pound, the one, the one of them, (laughs) and I'll see that you want to come on live. It's one of them, girl. I I forget. You know, I've been on Blog Talk for 12 years, and rarely I've been on the other end to, um, you know, come on. So I don't know, because it used to be um, hit the pound. I think it was hit the pound. You hit the pound button. Just an English lady, (laughs) and she said hit the pound button. So you can do that, but if not, that's good, too, because, like I said, this subject, I'm glad that um, I came across, not I came across, I know Siobhan Jackson, Siobhan L. Jackson. She is a poet-slash-author-slash-publisher, and I was over there on that Facebook. Sometimes it could be good for some things a little bit, so I was over there, and then Siobhan, she posted, made a post about the book, 
And I was like, oh. And I said, well, we'll announce that on the show, which we did last week. And then I'm thinking, you know, that is a really hot topic. It, it stays hot. And and it's really <laughs> hot because, like I said, the um, the statistics that keep going up more and more. It's not dropping at all. And and mm-hmm. that's sad and I don't I don't wanna scare people don't do this but <clears throat> that's some scary shit for real. And you can get some more information at uh rain dot org. R A I N N dot org. They have a lot of information about assault and uh rape and whatnot and all of that. I'm gonna bring T back on T, she has some more words to say. What you got to say on Hot Topics Tuesday? So the soldier you were referring to is Lavina Johnson, and that's, that's right. another one. Yeah. Of the, yeah, that's another one of the so- stories that kind of motivated me. But on the part uh, where you mentioned about the accountability in the civilian judicial system, if you commit a a, a rape or a molestation to a child you get a sexual predator on your record can you imagine how many people are in the service that have done something and don't have that on their record and then they come back out into the civilian world mm-hmm. that ain't right yeah it's not put on your record but um, as far as trying to stay strong I was in the Marine Corps, where it's not a lot of females. Um, maybe in the barracks, there may be only six or eight females in that whole building, and the rest are males. It's it's tough trying to keep your emotions together, and they want you to stay hard and act like a man all the time, and then not show your weaknesses. So you're not allowed to be weak at any time in the military. Mm-hmm. So that kind of that kind of falls in line with what I was speaking on earlier. This is Gigi, and I was saying that because one, they don't want women in there anyway, especially the Marines, and they don't want to see no weakness. So if you got raped, that's a weakness to them, and they don't want to face it or anything. So. There's some validity to that. There's some truth a little bit to that, unfortunately. But um, so what's the? We know the hurt. We know the pain. <clears throat> and um, and 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 I do believe that it has to be more than being strong. You know, because you have to heal. You know, heal from everything. Heal from the incident. Heal from. Uh, the fact that uh, women who are subjected to this, they do not get the help that they need. And so it's everything, emotionally and everything, is very traumatizing, and it's just going to take a while. So while we have this topic out here and the listeners who are listening to this, I mean, we're still about writing letters to Congress. Can we still do that still, you know? Um, we can still do that. And, again, um, check out the website, and you can get some more information with RAIN, R-A-I-N-N. And also there's some information on our Facebook page if, on this subject. There's a, um, there's a show that was on YouTube, so please go to Hot Words, Hot Topics on Facebook. And it's a documentary, and that's really deep. So you can also look at that information that we put there. It's a lot of information out there. There's a lot of documentaries since 2000. Shoot, it was one before 2011. It was one in the 90s uh, about this subject. And, you know, fast forward to today, not much have been done about it. So this is something where... We have to come together, collective, and and do this. So, I would hope that uh, this organization, Rain, I don't do too much about it. Uh, Rain dot org, 
I, but I know they have a lot of information about rape and, uh, and trauma and where you can go and, and that type of resource and whatnot. And um, as always, you know, find someone who will just listen. Sometimes you just need somebody to listen and so you can just cry, cry it out. And uh, you can sue the bastards, do that, you know, do that. Never let them get away. Never let them uh, believe that you are a victim, right? You don't want to do that. You can still be an overcomer in this situation like that so it won't happen again. And you can hopefully prevent it from happening to someone else. So they can get all the facts in, you know, because... Guys are funny, you know, they act like they're your friend, you know, you go out and you party and they like nudging you on your shoulder, your elbow, and all the while they plotting and planning, you know, they plotting and planning, so we just have to stay up sometimes. <sighs> so anyway, mm-hmm. any final words, uh, T, that you want to leave before we uh, got three minutes left? We're about to bounce out of here in California. If anybody is suffering with any type of illness, for them to just go seek help and to keep God first. Okay. That's the source. Thank you again for coming on Hot Words, Hot Topics. That's the source right there. I want to thank all of our listeners for taking the time out to uh, listening to this particular subject because, for real, they don't want us talking about this. They want to keep it quiet. And I am really just really pissed off that each year it's going up. It's not getting taken care of. The percentages are actually going up, and that's kind of frightening. And it's crazy because they're telling us that the military is in place to protect the citizens of the United States of America. And then you talk these young people in there to go, and then the men go, and then they open it up for women, and they go because, what, they're out of high school, and they uh, – I don't even want to get into the military that much because my son went, and I'm pissed off because he was in active – duty, you know, and he did tanks, and now he's injured, and he is not the same. I don't have my son anymore because of the freaking military, and they was not trying to help him with the VA, and that's a whole nother topic right there. My heart goes out to all the military people who have to deal with the VA um, hospital and, and whatnot. They don't want to help. But anyway, peace, love, and life. Uh, mahogany, so you have any final quick words to say before we bounce out of here? <laughs> Just a second, that peace, love, and light. And once again, thank you so much, uh, T, for sharing your the space and sharing your truth. And we appreciate you here on Hot Topic Tuesday. All right, all right. See you next Tuesday, 6 p.m. We're going to leave you with this right here. I think you're ready for love.